Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No. This is Creepy. A podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The Holders Series Number 71 The Holder of the Sky In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of the Sky. The receptionist will ignore your existence completely and you will collapse to the floor. You will wake up in a torrent of soundless rain. The silence will be unbearable, and there will be no environment. What you walk on is solid air in a tempest. In the silence, a huge mass of people dressed in complete darkness will appear and begin approaching you. Do not fear. Take off your shirt and wrap it around your dominant hand and walk towards them. Do not speak. When you get close, hold your arm forward and simply fend aside anyone who is in your way. Should your skin come into contact with any of them, the silence will be broken and you will become visible to them. And that would mean the end. Going through, you will see a man in scarlet. He will be the only one standing still, and the only one that can see you. An empty circle will oddly form with you and the man inside, the rest continuously walking. Stand and wait. Once the man raises his hand, you must immediately break the silence. How many will perish when they are brought together? The men will all stop and rhythmically face towards you, all of them eyeing your every move. Once they are facing you, you must then ask, And how many will there be to fight back? They will laugh. All but the one in the red cloak will laugh. Their cackling will resonate throughout the space you stand on, but you mustn't give in. Resume asking, And how many will there be to fight back? Their laughter will grow, and they will begin to fade. Once all but one are no more, ask one last question to the Scarlet Man. Where will we be safe from them? The man will bow before you and fade. The only thing left 
will be his scarlet red cloak. This cloak is Object 71 of 538. Number 72. The Holder of Sanity. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of sanity. The receptionist will look at you strangely, but you must repeat the same question and nothing else. Eventually, she will call for a doctor, and you will be taken to a room in the furthest corner of the institution. Beware, for after this point there is no turning back, and if you wish to leave then, tell the doctor that you are sorry and must not have taken your medication today, and leave. Run as far away as you can, outside of the city limits, outside of the country limits, for cowards are not spared if caught. If you continue on, you will be put into a straitjacket and locked in a padded room. After a few days that will seem like months, you will start to hear voices, hundreds of them, all talking about how their lives were ruined. Their stories may drive you mad, and you would have to stay there for all eternity, for in your padded room, there is no death, only torture. If the voices stop talking, Close your eyes tight and shout at the top of your lungs. I will not share your stories. If the voices do not resume, pray that the pain you will feel next will not be so bad, however unlikely that is. If the voices continue talking, single out the voice that speaks of the very hospital you are in. Listen to his story and open your eyes. You will not be in the cell anymore, but still in a straitjacket. Instead, you will be in what seems like an endless void, the only thing separating you from the void, a glass box. A man will appear in front of you and ask if you have any questions. He will respond to one and only one question. Ask, what drove them to insanity? He will explain in horrifying detail about the lives and deaths of them. During his response, a large black dot will appear to be moving through the void. But you must not focus your sight on it, for it will shatter the glass box, leaving you to fall into the void for all eternity. Once the man has finished his story, he will remove your straitjacket and bid you farewell. You will find yourself standing outside the institution holding the straitjacket. The jacket is Object 72 of 538. Number 73. The Holder of Triumph. In any city, in any country, enter any library you find. Ask the librarian at the front desk to see the Holder of Triumph. She will raise an eyebrow as if judging you but nonetheless will take you deeper into the library. You will see a door in the southwest wing of the building that you could swear would lead you outside. 
The librarian will stop at said door and knock three times. A voice that sounds similar to two sheets of sandpaper rubbing together will ask, Confident are thee that triumph awaits at the end? You must answer, Indeed, for I do not fail. Say this before the librarian answers that you are a failure. If she does this, your very soul will be crushed under the weight of your own failure, and she will feast on your flesh while you weep in your loss. If you answer in time, and confidently enough, the librarian will hiss and produce a dagger. Do not attack her, for her strength and speed are beyond legend. She will hand the blade off to you and open the door, whispering curses as you pass. The path is well lit with no one in sight. Mirrors line the path reflecting every victory, good and evil, since before time began. To look into any of these mirrors is to fail in the scenario it reflects. The path stretches beyond time, and you must follow. After what seems like an eternity of walking, a large steel door will appear. A voice will beckon you closer. Keep your mind free of doubt. You must be sure of your triumph, lest you have your soul rent from you and tortured for eternity. Step up to the door and knock seven times. If the voice brands you a failure, the horror you will see will force you to slice your own throat open with the dagger. If there is no answer, then enter. The room will be dark. The inky darkness will be almost tangible. Ask your question. What will happen when he triumphs? The room will light up, revealing a naked figure of great height with the physique of Adonis, every feature gleaming in perfection save for the fact that he has no face. He will rise and turn toward you. Ask again. What will happen when he triumphs? The figure will cock his head sharply to the right and immediately lunge at you. Do not flinch, or he will beat you to death and feed off of your sanity. Instead, charge. But I warn you to attack with berserk ferocity, or you will surely lose. You must not kill him, only incapacitate him. He will speak directly into your mind. Your perseverance serves. Do not thank him. Instead, yell, Thrice I say and done. What will happen when he triumphs? The figure will scream now, the sound threatening to implode your mind, and he will describe in gruesome detail the end of time when he arrives. Stab the figure in the throat and remove his head. His head will serve as your trophy, a symbol of your triumph. This trophy is Object 73 of 538. Number 74. The Holder of the Mark. 
In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of the mark. The receptionist will freeze, as if he has known this moment was coming for a long time and is afraid it has finally arrived. He will stutter and tell you there is no such man here, but be insistent. He will eventually yield, and after looking around to see if anyone else is here, he will beckon for you to follow him. He will lead you along corridors of increasingly smaller size until you eventually have to stoop. He will point you to a door at the end of the corridor so small you have to crawl to get to the end. It will be perfectly normal, except for a large exclamation mark in the center and a smaller question mark on the doorknob. This is your last chance to turn away, and if you have the slightest hint of doubt in you, I recommend you do so. If your will is strong, open the door gently and pull yourself through. You will emerge in an ornate hall, covered with wall paintings depicting famous historical dictators and murderers, butchers, rapists, and serial killers. Do not linger on them. For the souls of the people reside in those pictures, and the twisted hate of their life has been amplified in their death, waiting to reach out and rend you limb from limb, delighting in your slow and painful death. When you finally reach the end of the hall, there will be a small wooden box with an insignia on it that is old and faded. You will feel a sharp tingle go up your spine as you behold this item, and then a voice behind you will say, Beautiful, is it not? You must reply, As the full moon. If he is not satisfied with your response, pray he doesn't make you one of his paintings, and instead gives you a painless death. But if he is satisfied, he will say, You ask. You must say exactly, How do we destroy them? He will laugh and say he doesn't know, but then will simply state, you're bound to think of something. You will then wake up in the nearest bathroom, your eye in excruciating pain. As the pain recedes, you will see that your pupil has now taken the shape of the mark on the box back in that room. That mark is object 74 of 538. It will allow you to behold the ultimate truth. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 
and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Number 75. The Holder of Chance. In any city, in any country, seek out any school or educational facility you can find. When you reach the front desk, Ask to see a person who calls himself the holder of chance. If the secretary shows any sign of fear, give the request again and do not relent. Eventually your perseverance will pay off and you will be led to a deserted classroom in a closed down wing of the school. Scraps of police tape and faded chalk profiles will litter the floor and the door will be sealed behind you before you can inquire anything. At this point, you must choose one of the 30 desks, sit down, and wait. Only one of these desks will allow you to keep your life. Advising you to choose wisely would do little good, as there is no way to tell if you have done so until it is too late. After a short wait, you should begin to hear things. Children laughing, droning lectures, and the occasional snore. But these are merely echoes of a time when the classroom was host to nothing more devious than homework and pop quizzes. As you wait, the sounds will slowly change. Where there was once laughter and lectures, there will now be screams of agony and howls of despair. Shades of the classroom's horrible history will begin to take shape around you. Do not fear the shades, as they are harmless. The beasts they can coalesce into, however, is not. As your wait continues, the shadows will grow more numerous and the classroom's history will unfold in increasingly gruesome detail. This part has driven many men into fits of tears and more still into madness. Should you reach the end of this macabre production with your sanity intact, you will find out if you have chosen wisely. If you have chosen incorrectly, the shades will take form. They are hideous mockeries of what they were in life. Half-formed doppelgangers of those long dead. There is no escape from this room now. They will tear you apart ever so slowly, taking twisted delight in inflicting the pain they have suffered on someone else. It will take you days, perhaps even weeks, to die. The only consolation you will have is that you will likely lose your sanity after the first few hours. If you were lucky and chose the one correct desk, the shades will gather around you, coalescing into a pitch black mass. When it disappears, you will find yourself in the most lavish casino imaginable. It is populated by those who have played the game so long that their flesh has long since rotted away for death is forbidden from entering this casino, and yet still play. 
hoping to gain their freedom. The casino has but two exits. One leads to a wasteland where fell beasts roam, and nothing but certain death awaits. The cost to pass through is four silver coins. The other door will take you to what you seek, and the only chance for you to leave with your life. The cost to pass through is five gold coins. You will be holding a single silver coin in your hand. Don't fret. As long as you are in this casino, you can never have any less than this one coin. A nearby sign will tell you that three silvers equal one gold. You must play if you do not wish to be trapped here for good. But remember the old casino boss's idiom. You can't beat the house. Nearly every game is rigged in favor of the house and the precious few which aren't change at random, serving only to trick and confuse you. The odds are most definitely not in your favor. If you do begin to win, take care to keep your fortune as secret as possible, as the damned around you have not been so lucky. Bear in mind that you cannot die in this place and that boastfulness may inspire them to turn on you in a fit of jealous hatred, ripping great chunks of flesh out of your body until their jealousy is quenched and their bloodlust sated. If, against all odds, you manage to gather the five gold coins and enter the door unmolested by the other gamblers, you will find yourself in an elevator. It will take you up to an office even more opulent than the casino below. Behind the desk at the far end of the room will sit a skeletal figure, dressed in the finest suit you will ever see. Approach the desk and stand before it, asking only one question. Will you roll? It will nod and produce a pair of dice from its jacket. Call the roll, evens or odds. If you lose, the skeleton will grin and you will take its place waiting thousands of years for the next seeker to be so lucky as to reach your new abode. If you should win, however, it will let loose a whale that will unbind the magics that hold the place together. Death will finally enter the casino below, granting the wretched gamblers the rest that has for so long been denied them. As the casino disintegrates around you, stand perfectly still. Hopefully, you will not be taken with it. But if you are, there is no being in this world who can say what will happen to you. If you were not taken, you will reappear in the classroom. It will be the exact same as you left it, save a mound of dust and rotting cloth at your feet. Within it, you will find a pair of dice. As soon as you touch them, the door will unlock. That pair of dice is object 75 of 538. With every roll, they take another life. Number 76. The Holder of Fate. In any city, in any country, seek out any school or educational facility you can find. When you reach the front desk, ask to see a man who calls himself the Holder of Fate. Halfway through your question, the secretary's face will light up with recognition. 
and she will produce an ornately decorated box. Opening it will yield you nothing but a bemused smile from the secretary, as it will be empty. After a moment, she will draw your attention back to her head and lead you into the principal's office. After a few muttered words between the two, the principal will welcome you with a handshake and proceed to open a trap door concealed under his desk. He will hand you a dagger and offer a few grim words of luck before lowering you into the hole and closing the door. For a moment, you will be in total darkness, but images will soon emerge in front of you. You will recognize them as moments from your own life, and as you watch, you may come to realize that they are all connected. Every moment of your life is culminated in this very moment, and it is only with this realization that proceeding forward will become possible. But worry not, for this is a timeless place. When you have accepted your fate, a door will appear in front of you. Through it is a single room with a closed door at the far end, blocked off from you by a gate. Once you are clear of the door you entered from, it will slam shut and a person will materialize in front of you. Confused, they may prompt you for an explanation, but regardless of your answer, a fight will inevitably begin. If at any time during the fight, should your opponent's stomach be revealed, you will see that your own name is inscribed there. What this means, however, cannot be told. This battle will be one of the few moments of your life that is not scripted, and you will be well aware of the fact, as even moving your body will feel far more difficult than usual. Fortunately, the same holds true of your foe. Should you win the battle, the door at the far end of the room will open and the gate will disappear. Fate will have lost its hold on you by this point, and what will happen to you beyond that door is beyond the knowledge of any being. But you can be certain that the chances of surviving without fate on your side are questionable at best. What is known, however, is that if you are an extremely lucky soul, you will eventually come to an ancient rotting door. The doorknob will be lying on the ground before it, having long since rusted over and fallen from its place. One solid push is all it will take to open this door, and a cloud of dust will rise from the ground where it falls. After the dust clears and you enter the room, you will be in an earthen cave. A small window, if it can be called that, will provide enough light for you to see three figures in the center of the room. The figures on the left and right, you will see as you draw closer, have been dead for many years. A stone is lodged in the skull of one, and the head of the second hangs at an awkward angle, its neck clearly broken. The figure in the center, however, still lives, despite its appearance, which clearly indicates that this being should have died centuries ago. The old crone, for that is what the center figure is, has only one eye. No ordinary eye, mind you, as it seems to shine with an otherworldly brilliance. Ask her this and only this, lest she end your life in a manner so horrible that your worst fears would seem a blessing in comparison. What do you see? She will answer at her own pace, 
and impatience on your part will bring the full force of her considerable wrath upon you. When she finally speaks, it will be in a tortured voice. She will tell you that she sees everything, but that she has lost sight of you as soon as your earlier battle started. Deciding that you are too great of a threat, she will attack you, with speed and strength seemingly impossible for her decrepit body to possess. You must act quickly, as one hit from her will destroy you utterly. Take the box you received earlier and open it. Be warned, though. The contents of that once empty box are not fit for human eyes, and if yours happen to be open when they emerge, your existence will end in a most terrifying manner. Once the box is opened, you will hear unearthly sounds. When they cease, close the box and open your eyes, but not a moment before. Looking around, nothing will have changed but for the crone. Time has caught up with her, and she will now be as dead as the other two figures in this room. Her eye is nowhere to be seen. You now have two choices. Opening the box a second time will reveal an object that will grant you the power to control the past, present, and future of the world, save for the room you reside in, and the ones you pass through after your battle. However, should you do this, you will be trapped in this room for all eternity, with no conceivable escape. Your second choice is to leave the room and brave whatever horrors you faced in order to get there. In either case, fate will no longer have any control over your life. Not long after, you will discover what a sickening burden it truly is to control your own destiny. The object that now lies within the box is Object 76 of 538. For more information on this podcast, including how to submit your own story for consideration, please visit creepypod.com. You can also follow us at Creepypod on social media and YouTube. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons Sharealike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? 
Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.